everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Podcasting for Business. So today's episode is all about podcast systems. We're going to be talking about your workflow and the systems that you're going to put in place to make sure that your podcast runs smoothly and so that you're not feeling rushed every week to get your episodes out. You know by now that I'm a huge fan of batching and making sure that you batch create your podcast episodes. So I am going to talk a little bit about that, but the this definitely works if you are getting started, you're brand new to podcasting, or you've been doing this for ages now. We all need a process. We all need a system. So I'm going to walk through the workflow that I used when I very first started my podcast and how that can help you in your business. The reason I'm going through this episode is because a lot of the questions that I get asked are around the pieces of software that I use and how I do things. So what I've decided to do is go through the workflow that I used when I first started my podcast. And I used that same workflow for quite a while. So I started my podcast, my very first one, a few years ago now. I'm on to my third. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to go through some of the pieces of of equipment, pieces of software. Actually, I'm not going to go through the pieces of equipment. That's going to be another um, session. What I'm going to go through is your podcast system. So how you do things and what is the workflow. So this can work for you if you are brand new to podcasting, because this is exactly what I did when I started my very first podcast. So I'm going to assume for the sake of this, that you've already planned your episode and you know what you're going to be talking about. So we're going to start at recording. So let's say we're recording our episodes and you could be recording them on Zoom with a guest. You could be recording them on Zencaster, which is a, another way to record your podcast episodes. It's like a souped up version of Zoom. It's got really um, HD quality video and um, you're able to record the track at your guest's end and at your end as well. So it's great. So whichever you choose to use, you could use that or you could use GarageBand or Audacity to record directly into. So depending on whether you're doing a solo episode or you're doing um, a guest show, that will determine where you're going to record. So you're going to record the episode. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to save that file down to your computer and then you're going to edit it. So you're going to record, then you're going to edit. The way you can edit, so if you are brand new at podcasting and you want a really simple way to edit your podcast, you can use Audacity, which is really intuitive. The reason I normally recommend that to newbies is it's free. (laughs) There are lots of YouTube videos to show you how to do that, and it just takes a bit of practice. Anything new just takes a bit of practice. Or you might be sending out your podcast to a production company like ourselves at the Podcast Boutique nice plug there. You might be sending out your podcast for production by somebody else. So at that point, once you've recorded, you might then send off your podcast for editing, or if you're doing it yourself, you're going to edit it. The next thing in the workflow that I 100% think that everybody should do is transcribe your episode. Now you might be thinking, what the heck is the point of that? There are many reasons. One of them is it's much more inclusive for people to be able to read a transcription of your episode if they're not able to listen to it. Some people prefer to read. It helps your SEO on your website. And also it's going to help you repurpose the heck out of your content. So regardless of whether you're going to use it now or in the future, 
you're going to transcribe your episodes. Now, there's loads of ways you can do this. Whilst you're recording your episode, you could have Otter AI open on your laptop. And I think you can get 600 minutes a month free of charge. And it's an AI generated transcription. So as you speak, it's transcribing your voice into a document. It doesn't look fancy and you know, it's not formatted or anything like that. You're going to have to do a little bit of work to it if you're going to use it um, and check for any, you know, erroneous words. But it's it's a free option. Another way you could go is use Rev.com and they offer both an AI transcription as well as a human type in the words as well. And if you type in the accent of the person that is speaking on the podcast, if you've got a guest, for example, you can make sure that the person who is transcribing that episode is familiar with that accent. And it also it can be done in lots of different languages as well. So this is global. It's across the world that it can be done. So transcribe your episodes. The next thing in the workflow is your show notes. So once you've recorded, edited, transcribed, you're going to create your show notes. You're going to make them engaging. The purpose of those show notes is to draw people in. They need to be able to read those notes and think, oh, yeah, this sounds really interesting. I want to listen to more about this. So perhaps tease them in those show notes. Let them know something that's going to come out of them listening to that episode. Like what what are they going to gain by listening? So create your show notes. And in those show notes, I think it's a great idea to do timestamps as well. So if you have transcribed your episodes at somewhere like rev.com, it's very simple to pull together timestamps because you can hold your cursor anywhere on that transcription and it will tell you the time to the minute and second that that particular sentence has been said. So you can create timestamps, which makes it much more user-friendly for your listeners. They can jump to a section if they want to, that's really juicy for them. So yeah, definitely timestamps. And then also in those show notes, you're going to add in any links that you've talked about on your episode, any calls to action, anything you want people to do after listening to the episode, because you can then refer to it, can't you, in your episode. So if you've referred to your book or your membership or something else that's going on in your business right now, always stay on the episode. You can go and get the link for that in the show notes. So just make sure everything's included. You might also want to refer back to previous episodes as well in the links in the show notes too. So the next thing on the workflow is uploading and scheduling. So again, there's an assumption here that you already have podcast artwork. So your main podcast artwork, you're going to then use that along with your show notes, your description, your links, your timestamps, everything. You're going to upload that to your podcast host, and then you're going to schedule it for whenever it's going to be coming out in the future. Make sure you've created a really great podcast episode title as well that is going to be engaging, that's going to entice people to want to listen to the episode. And then the final piece is you're going to schedule as a blog that podcast episode on your website, if that is something you have. If you don't have a website yet, don't panic, don't worry. Most of the podcast hosts will create a free website for you anyway. But if you want more control over that, you can um, have a blog post on your website with um, a podcast player so people can listen to the episode directly on your website too. So that's the workflow. Some of the pieces of equipment software that we use. So we use Dropbox and G Drive for holding um, files and documents and so on and sharing things. 
I now use Asana um, for task management. Um, if you are doing this by yourself, you might just want to create a simple tick box. Um, you can do that on your notes and your phone if you needed to, but you can create little forms in Google Drive. I really like Asana. I think there is a free version of Asana. Another thing would be Trello. Um, so Trello or Asana are great for that sort of thing. So you can create repeatable tasks that you know every week have to be done for your episode, or if it's if it's that you're batching your episodes and you're doing this monthly, each month. The other thing that we do as part of our workflow is create an audiogram. So once everything's done, we create um, some marketing materials um, around the episode. So I used to create um, an audiogram for every single episode. My team do it now, who are incredible. Shout out to my team. But having some way of promoting that episode and picking a really juicy section of the episode um, to entice people again to click play and listen to the whole episode. So we use WAVE for that, and that's W-A-V-V-E. Another one is Headliner. You could use Headliner as well. So whichever one you use, we create a audiogram with captions and a moving waveform on there. And we also create some social media posts as well. So the social media posts are much easier to write if you have done a transcription. So what you can do, either yourself or someone in your team can go through that transcription with a highlighter, whether that's virtual or a physical highlighter, go through that transcription and pull out sections of the episode that you think would make a great post. So that's WAVE for audiograms and then for the transcriptions we've already said and you can create those posts onto some sort of google doc for each episode and store them um, on your google doc or your g drive um, for editing we've already said i recommend audacity you could use something like adobe audition if you're a little bit more proficient and you've got adobe and the adobe suite um, you could even use GarageBand if you have uh, a mac but Audacity is available for people to use, whether you've got a Mac or Windows, whatever format you use, you can use Audacity. And then I've mentioned at the start around recording, you can use Zoom if you have a guest and you can use Zencaster as well if you have a guest or you can just record directly into Zoom if it's yourself as well. So the other thing that I'm going to talk about very briefly is if you have a guest on your podcast, there's another section to this workflow, and that is on episode release day. So you know that on episode release day, you're going to put out your episode, you're going to put out your audiogram, you're going to promote the episode during the week, and you're going to use some of those posts that you've created from your transcription. Great. But if you have a guest as well, you need an extra section in your workflow to make sure that yourself or somebody on your team is sending the link for the episode to the guest, along with an audiogram or some sort of artwork and um, a, an audiogram. So a link, a piece of artwork and an audiogram. Send that over to them. You could even create some copy for them to share. The aim of it is to make it as easy as possible for your guest to share your episodes. And they're doing you a really good favor by getting that out in front of another audience as well. As much as you're doing them a favor by getting them in front of your audience, if they then share it to their audience, you're getting in front of a whole new group of people as well. So really make a meal of saying to your guests that you really want them to share the episode as well and thank them for doing it. Okay, so that feels like quite a lot, I can imagine. But if you were starting out with podcasting, 
the best thing to do is just to make a list of all the things that you need to do to create your episodes each week or each month if you're batching. Create a simple checklist and then put the time aside in your diary to go through things. It will feel longer to do all this stuff at the start, but once you become more proficient and once you start batching and once you're you're more used to doing this each week or each month, you are going to get quicker. You are going to get quicker at doing all of these tasks. If all of that feels way too much, you don't have the time and you're thinking, no, Lindsay, I really want to start a podcast, but all I want to do is speak into the microphone. Happy to share it, but I don't want to do all the other stuff. Well, you know where we are. (laughs) You can come and speak to us at the Podcast Boutique. Go along to thepodcastboutique.com. We offer production packages. We offer launches. We offer video production. We offer audiobook production. There's all sorts that we do. So if you're interested in production for your podcast or getting your podcast off the ground this autumn, then let us know soon. Um, There is a great big button on my website on the top right hand side. There's a book a call button where you can arrange a chat free of charge, no hard sell, where you can talk to me about what you're after and I can tell you how we can help you. So I'll do a very, very quick summary because this has gone on a little bit longer than I wanted to, but there's a lot of moving parts, isn't there? So workflow very briefly starts with the recording, then editing, then the transcription, then the show notes, then the timestamps, then your links and calls to action added to the show notes. You're going to upload and schedule. If you have your podcast on your website, you're going to schedule it as a blog on your website. Then you're going to create your marketing materials like the audiograms, any pieces of artwork that you want to do. If you have a guest, make sure that they get all of those materials on launch day as well. I hope that has been useful. If you've got any questions at all about podcast workflows, podcast systems, you know where we are. I really hope you enjoyed that episode and it's given you some things to think about. Do you have any gaps in your workflow right now? Were there any things that surprised you or that you aren't doing right now? I'm always happy to chat. If you found any gaps in your workflow and you would like to chat through getting some extra support to get your podcast out there, or if you've already got your podcast out there and you're drowning a little bit and need some extra time on your hands, then we're here to help you. So you can schedule a call in the show notes for the podcast boutique and we can give you a hand with that. So on the next episode, we're going to be talking all about do the charts actually count? So we're going to be talking a little bit about podcast charts and do they actually count? Should you be bothered about them? Okay, so I hope that has been really useful for you. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now.